I've got so much news, I don't know what to do with myself. So let's jump right into it. Kaylee Chella reporting with today's top stories. President Trump declared on Wednesday, America and the world can, quote, sleep well tonight, boasting that his summit with Kim Jong-un had ended any nuclear threat from North Korea, though the meeting produced no details on how or when weapons might be eliminated or even reduced. While Trump claimed a historic breakthrough at the most significant diplomatic event of his presidency, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was more measured. He said the U.S. wants North Korea to take major nuclear disarmament steps within the next two years, before the end of Trump's first term in 2021. Pompeo also cautioned that the U.S. would resume quote-unquote war games with close ally South Korea if the North stops negotiating in good faith. The president had announced a halt in the drills after his meeting with Kim on Tuesday, a concession long sought by Pyongyang. The summit in Singapore did mark a reduction in tensions, a sea change from last fall when North Korea was conducting nuclear and missile tests and Trump and Kim were trading threats and insults that stoked fears of war. Kim is now promising to work toward a denuclearized Korean peninsula. But the details of what is sure to be a complex and contentious process have yet to be settled. Speaking of voting, Californians will face a choice this November of whether to divide the nation's most populous state into three, an effort that would radically shake up not only the West Coast, but the entire nation. The Cal 3 initiative is driven by venture capitalist Tim Draper, who has tried and failed in the past to place an effort to break up California on the ballot, including a bid in 2016 to create six separate states. Backers of the measure argue that California has become quote-unquote ungovernable because of its economic and geographic diversity, as well as its population approaching 40 million people. Election officials say this year's effort gathered the roughly 365,000 signatures it needed to land on the general election ballot. It will be officially certified later this month. Even if it wins passage from voters, the measure could face significant hurdles. So, here's the split. California would break into three states. California, Northern California, and Southern California. The measure aims to create states with relatively equal populations and economic strengths. But it's not just California that would feel the effects of such a change. Turning one state into three would create four new U.S. senators, a move that would significantly boost Californians' influence in Washington. The number of representatives in the U.S. House could change slightly based on each state's population breakdown. Three separate Californians would also shake up the Electoral College, which picks the president. Critics of the measure take a different tack, calling it an unworkable and costly approach to solving California's problems. An opposition effort called One California argues the proposal would cause political chaos and greater inequality. The California Chamber of Commerce, meanwhile, said such a monumental change would be costly and complicated, which would only serve to create new problems. Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom, the Democratic nominee for governor, said Tuesday that he opposes the measure. The Saudi-led coalition backing Yemen's exiled government launched a fierce assault Wednesday on the crucial port city of Hodeidah, the biggest offensive of the years-long war in the Arab world's poorest nation for the main entry point for food in a country already teetering on the brink of famine. The attack on the Red Sea port aimed to drive out Iranian-aligned Shiite rebels known as Houthis, who have held Hodeidah since 2015 and break the civil war's long stalemate. But it could set off a prolonged street-by-street -street battle that inflicts heavy casualties. The fear is that a protracted fight could force a shutdown of Hodeidah's port at a time when a halt in aid risks tipping millions into starvation. Some 70% of Yemen's food enters via the port, as well as the bulk of humanitarian aid and fuel supplies. Around two-thirds of the country's population of 27 million relies on aid, and 8.4 million are already at risk of starving. 
Before dawn on Wednesday, convoys of vehicles appeared to be heading toward the rebel-held city as heavy gunfire rang out. The assault, part of an operation dubbed Golden Victory, began with coalition airstrikes and shelling by naval ships, according to Saudi-owned satellite news channels and state media. Bombardment was heavy, with one aid official reporting 30 strikes in 30 minutes. Pimp Dennis Hoff, owner of half a dozen legal brothels in Nevada and star of the HBO adult reality series Cat House, won a Republican primary for the state legislature on Tuesday, ousting a three-term lawmaker. Hoff defeated hospital executive James Oscarson. He'll face Democrat Lesia Romanov in November and will be the favored candidate in the Republican-leaning Assembly District. Hoff celebrated his win at a party in Pahrump, Nevada, with Hollywood madam Heidi Fleiss at his side. In a phone call, Hoff told the Associated Press, quote, It's all because Donald Trump was the Christopher Columbus for me. He found the way, and I jumped on it. Hoff, who wrote a book titled The Art of the Pimp, has dubbed himself the Trump of Pahrump and held a rally with longtime Trump advisor Roger Stone. Hoff was in the limelight in 2015 when former NBA player Lamar Odom was found unconscious at Hoff's Love Ranch brothel in Crystal, Nevada, after a four-day, $75,000 stay. If Hoff wins in November, he wouldn't be the only brothel owner in elected office. Lance Gilman, the owner of the famous Mustang Ranch in northern Nevada, is a Story County commissioner. Voters in November will decide on closing down brothels in at least one of the seven Nevada counties where they legally operate. The question will be on the ballot in Lyon County, where Hoff owns four brothels. Activists are also gathering signatures to try to measure on the ballot in Nye County, where Hoff owns two more brothels in the desert outside the city of Pahrump. Comcast made a $65 billion bid Wednesday for Fox's entertainment businesses, setting up a battle with Disney to become the next mega-media company. The bid comes just a day after a federal judge cleared AT&T's takeover of Time Warner and rejected the government's argument that it would hurt competition in cable and satellite TV and jack up costs to consumers for streaming TV and movies. The ruling signaled that Comcast could win regulatory approval, too. Its bid for Fox shares many similarities with the AT&T-Time Warner deal. Comcast said its cash bid is 19% higher than the value of Disney's offer as of Wednesday. The Wall Street Journal and others reported earlier that Comcast had lined up $60 billion in cash to challenge Disney for media mogul Rupert Murdoch's company. Disney's offer was for $52.5 billion when it was made in December, though the final value will depend on the stock price at the closing. If the Comcast bid succeeds, a major cable distributor would control even more channels on its lineup and those of its rivals. That could lead to higher cable bills or make it more difficult for online alternatives to emerge, though there was not yet evidence of either happening following other merges. For Disney, a successful Comcast bid could make Disney's planned streaming service less attractive without the Fox video. The battle for 21st Century Fox comes as traditional entertainment companies try to amass more content to compete better with technology companies such as Amazon and Netflix for viewers' attention and dollars. This has been a report by Kaylee Chella for Anchor. To stay up to date, follow us on Twitter at Anchor, or you can follow me at Kaylee Chella. That's at C-A-I-L-L-E-Y Chella. Chella out.